This is the Woke Daisy. And welcome back to the 12 Days of TWD. I hope you all are enjoying your mini episodes. We only have a few left before it's officially Christmas and 2020. As always, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us with five stars on Apple Podcasts. And share this podcast with your friends and family members who may be traveling for the holidays. We seriously love getting DMs when people say they've shared our podcast or just found it and binge listened. We're really active on Instagram, so drop us a message. And we always have discussions on our Instagram pages that go along with our most current episodes, so go participate. Now, let's talk Bollywood. So what's the secret sauce in a Bollywood movie? Dynamic couple, everlasting love, profound sadness, and difficult challenges. The love of couples is always put to the test by Bollywood films, as is their readiness for sacrifice. Going against the family, going against the society, going against the world to essentially get their happily ever after. These movies make you feel all warm and cozy inside because one day you want that feeling. You want that fairy tale ending. You want that romantic adventure. But at what cost? And the real question to ask yourself is how well does Bollywood depict reality? Okay, so on one hand, we've seen Bollywood take a positive turn with having more fierce, independent, and bold women be cast as leads. Gone are the days when the heroine was confined to her home or a marriage and seeding the cinematic narrative to men. But then on the other hand, after a closer look, what is it with Bollywood's troubled relationship with women? Misogyny is not just a commonplace in many Bollywood scripts, but it is deeply rooted in the industry. Stalkers are glorified. Toxic masculinity is normalized. And even molestation is justified as a legit form of courtship. Yeah, so let's talk about some of the positives in Bollywood movies before we move on to more of the other things. Um, recently, I watched the movie Queen again, and it has Kangana, and she embarks on her a honeymoon alone because she was abandoned at her wedding. So that's kind of showing a fierce woman going on her honeymoon alone and saying, like, fuck the marriage, I didn't get it. Mary Colm was actually a really, really good movie, I think, with Priyanka Chopra. I know, I know we are doing an episode on her soon, and we're talking about her pros and cons. However... She showed off and she kind of portrayed this Indian boxer who actually in real life showcased a passion about boxing and she ended up getting left by her husband and so much other drama happened in her life and she just stuck to it and did great and won. I recently watched that movie Chichore that just came out and it has Shraddha Kapoor in it and she's in college and she's an engineering major. So I thought that was a pretty good thing for Bollywood to put a female lead as an engineering major, even though there was only three of them at the school. It is kind of unique in that sense. I mean, I was at Penn State, and when I was in college, I still remember that there were, I think, three to four girls in aeronautical engineering. And they had to get used to, like, splitting up the girls in all the groups because they had to represent somehow. So they would always put the guys in the class with one girl in each group. It's just crazy, though, that they're still actually making headway by making women engineers. Another cool thing I saw in Bollywood in the positive light was Veer the Wedding. I know we talked about this in our entertainment episode. Um, they're depicting women who have sexual intercourse, drugs, alcohol properly. Like, this is what is happening in society. At least they're being more open about it. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a huge progress, I think, in the sense that at least they're not just depicting it as a dudes only thing or, you know, making girls seem like these pious, have to be traditional, forced to be in the house kind of women. And so I definitely think that that's sort of a step forward. 
One of my favorite movies ever is Gay Giovanni Hey Divani. And I actually loved that Nena's conviction in her own way of life and her lack of desire to change for a man ends up with Runbeer coming back for Deepika rather than the other way around. Yeah, I thought that was phenomenal. I loved it. And I love the fact that you know, girls are often portrayed as like running away with their whims and having to see the world because the guy wants to see the world. And, you know, in, instead she was like, no, just chill out here. Like, this is amazing, you know, and like the point where he is like, oh, we have to look at this list. So we have to go here. We have to go there. And she just trucks the list. And she's like, if you go to that, you're going to miss this awesome sunset. And I was just like, oh, God, yeah, it's a bad time. Like somebody just spoke up for what she liked and you know, made no apologies for it. And speaking of Deepika, I thought that her role in Piku was really amazing because it showed that women can be caretakers of their parents and that they can be unmarried and live in their own homes. And, you know, with this whole entire shame with not being married or the men have to take care of their parents, it was a great reversal to see on screen. I think that that whole thing, though, with Bollywood becoming more progressive started with Salam Namaste. Because Preeti Zinta's Ambar was having premarital sex. She was in a live-in relationship. She was a doctor, I think, right, in that movie? Yeah, she was. No, I don't actually know. I don't think she was a doctor. But I know that she had a really well job and that when she got pregnant, it was a really big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a really long time since I've seen that movie. So I apologize if I'm wrong. But yeah, then having the baby outside marriage and, you know, deciding to do it on her own and... That's I remember that scene so vividly that they were in the tent and they were having sex and I couldn't watch that scene. I couldn't even watch the movie when I was younger, actually. <laughs> my mom still tried to cover my eyes so to completely understand on that part. But yeah, it was one of those things where I just remember being like, all right, this is a step forward. And it seems like we haven't really moved miles beyond that since then, which is kind of sad. And what, Salam Namaste came out years ago so you would think that you know in the over the decade since it's come out that we would have made better strides with society but at the same time you know a tiny step is still a step completely agreed but now let's talk about how bollywood depicts reality so some of the negatives with that is i think that bollywood movies portray love at first sight too literally with films like ram Leela and ashiki 2 and many others Oh, 100%. And the problem with that depiction of love is just this like total promotion of physical beauty and physical attractiveness and physical love. That's just lust to me at least. And love doesn't happen when you just see someone. It's just you can be attracted. You can feel some sort of connection with someone. Absolutely. But is it true love when you don't know a thing about them? I don't know. I seriously remember that moment where Deepika and Ranveer see each other in Ram Leela with the whole um, Anglarai song and the holy. And I just don't think that that's realistic at all. Like you cannot just bank everything on physical attractiveness being the foundation stone of love. Mm, yeah, I agree. And film in Bollywood has just depicted it so much and set so many unrealistic love stories where – you know, suddenly they're thrown into a conflict and they know they want to fight for each other. But how do they know that they want to fight for each other? They've only talked once. They don't even know each They've only talked once. They've only had one conversation. They may have seen each other from across a classroom or something. I have questions. How did that happen? I like movies that show an awkward encounter with a couple and they grow to love each other. My favorite being Jub We Met because people say I remind them of Karina in that movie because she's this quirky, bubbly, and slightly annoying human being who knows what she wants. And Shahid is like over her antics in the whole movie, but their relationship blossoms. And that's real to me versus this love at first sight stuff. 
Yeah, I completely agree. There's something gradual and more realistic about falling in love slowly or at least even if it's quick and even if it's like a whirlwind romance, at least getting to know one another before you're like proclaiming that you love someone. I mean, Kabir Singh is notorious for that movie. Kabir Singh is notorious for a lot of different things. But, you know, he takes one look at her and he's like, she's mine. And I'm like, oh, what, because of her looks? Really? We're going to go on that? You know? And and then it's depicted as this really crazy, earth-shattering love, which it really isn't. We will definitely get to that later because Kabir Singh, I have a whole section on him. <laughs> I think, you know... Bollywood just gives us a really false sense of reality in the context of love. I know that I was talking about this with my partner before about DDLJ, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. And, you know, is there really going to be a guy who's willing to fight a batch of goons and, you know, catch you coming onto the train twice and, you know, just be this guy who crosses a country for you and feeds pigeons in a field. Is that really going to be a thing? No. Is that really a thing? No. Is that an expectation you set so. on people? <laughs> <laughs> there was an article on SBS by a relationship expert, Haley Walker, that said movies tend to affect our expectations right from the beginning of our relationship, like falling in love. They affect how we interact, stay connected to our partners, even intimacy. And if our partner doesn't meet our expectations, we can feel disappointed. Often, it doesn't click where we even got these expectations in the first place or if they're realistic. If there was any definition for how Bollywood expectations have been started, I think that entire quote basically sums it up. And it definitely has played a role when I've dated someone because I think that they're going to do all these little romantic gestures that I see in movies. And when nothing happens, it just makes me sad and I watch another Bollywood movie to cope with it. And it's also really heartbreaking whenever you really think that you're going to have this really romantic, desi guy come up to you and then he ends up being kind of a fuckboy instead. So it's kind of weird, but there's like this slight derivation from standards set by society. And the girl's either going to be playing this villain or slut-shamed or rejected by the boy until she changes herself to fit his desires and conforms to the standards that are set by society, whatever they are, like what being in the house or being a good cook or being worldly or whatever it is. A perfect example of this is Kushkototahe, where Rahul disregards feelings of Anjali, the tomboy, and makes fun of her looks, insults her until she adopts to the tradition avatar by growing out her hair, wearing makeup, and switching jeans to sari. Oh, gosh. I love that movie and hate that movie at the same time. There's actually a lot of problems with that movie because he's literally picking a different girl. And after she dies, he goes to the first one just because she's changed the looks. Yeah, it's really bizarre. It's kind of, I mean, it's a cute story and it is still one of my favorite movies. But at the same time, if I really tore it down to his realistic perspective, I am not particularly happy and I could pick it apart a lot. But, you know, going back to my favorite, Yejawani Hedivani, when... Ranbir Kapoor flirts with girls and Deepika kind of confronts him and he justifies it by saying it's good for his health. And then he sluts her, shames her by being like, I can't flirt with guys, girls like you. So I sort of flirt with these other kinds of girls. I was like, you're shaming her for being relatively innocent in comparison to the girls. And then also saying that you would rather flirt with a gr- that kind of girl, a girl that you think would, you know, sleep with you or whatever. Like you're putting both these girls in categories. Completely agree. And that kind of leads me to how Bollywood has this insensitivity towards rape and the rape culture. Um, I watched this movie called Kabil, and it has Hrithik Roshan in it, and it's 
the perfect example of how insensitive Bollywood handles rape. The female protagonist is a rape victim. So in this movie, both of them are blind. And she has shown to her husband that she is no longer suitable for him because she got raped. And if she he wants to, he can leave her and lead a normal life. She is so disturbed by her husband's mental condition following her assault that she commits suicide to liberate him and his suffering. And he avenges her eventually, but this all goes back to her getting raped and the movie depicting of how the husband feels or how the male protagonist feels. And I actually almost like didn't watch that movie because I had read about that scene and that bothered me enough to not want to see the rest, despite the fact that I was really interested in the storyline about, you know, these two characters who are differently abled. I just wanted to know, but I also didn't want to watch it because I was like, this is ridiculous. And I don't want to watch a movie that depicts people like that. But like more so, rape is attached to this concept of honor that the woman who's been raped is always saying, oh, Mary, is that the urgay? Which means my honor is violated versus focusing on the injury to her body or her mental health. And we see rape in a comedic role in some movies, like in Three Idiots, when Amir Khan changes the words of a speech of a student to make fun of him by changing chamatkar to balatkar because of its dubious meaning. Like, you kind of- We laughed at it. We laughed at we it. We did. But now and looking back at it, it's like, what? You are making fun of rape. You know, it's so- like weird but i was actually watching that movie probably last month but um uh it's it's really funny that you put you mentioned this because i heard that speech i was folding laundry and i had it playing in the background and i remember actually stopping and being like what have i been laughing at all these years and i hate this what are you talking about and um it was just so eye-opening and it was like really gross i love that movie but it was really gross that was a particularly rough scene for that movie and one of the craziest things in Bollywood that I think that I thought was romantic but is definitely not is how Bollywood movies say stalking is basically romantic. That this man consistently pursuing someone who isn't interested can be seen as romantic when in the real world, a girl feels nothing more than fear and disgust when an unknown man harasses her all day. Yeah, I mean, I just think that people don't realize that no means no. And that just feeds into this rape culture that we have in South Asia and India especially. Like, it's just super gross because people don't value the fact that women can say no and actually mean no, that they can make a choice for themselves and that they can actually set their own boundaries. I mean, we hear all the time about like acid attacks and things like that from men who've been, you know, turned down and that no means no culture is, you know, just not existent there. It's just keeps, it just keeps making rape culture grow more and more. And we talked about in our love and abuse episode in season one when Shikha was um, telling us about the different forms of abuse. And number six of all the different kinds of abuse was stalking. So that is a form of abuse. It is 100% a form of abuse. This is just so ridiculous that we've normalized it in these movies to make it seem romantic. And, you know, they actually do it in Hollywood, too. Think about that movie You, or I'm sorry, the show that was on Netflix, You with Penn Badgley. Oh my god, I love that show. But fun, it's fact, so scary. fun fact, fun fact, the bookstore that he works at is a block around the corner from me. You've been at my apartment. <laughs> Don't go there. You're going to die. There's dead bodies in the basement. Oh gosh. Yeah, no, but that it it shows it in Hollywood too as and it showed it in that particular series as a more unhealthy kind of crazy act. Thank God, which is it is. But I think that Bollywood movies still kind of show this as this romanticized romanticized version of stalking and not calling it what it is. 
Yeah, we actually see this in a movie called Theranam, which is an old Salman Khan movie. He has gross long hair, but still love him. But in the movie, the stalkers torture and ruin their victims' lives due to their morbid infatuation before choosing their own passionate ending. So in this one, it's um, Salman Khan is obsessively um, like pursuing this Bhumika lady. I don't know her full name. And the female actually commits suicide, and Salman Khan ends up in a mental institute. But this kind of goes to show that he chose that way, so he gets this sort of sympathy among the viewers, except that the stalking is actually a criminal act. Badrinath Ki Dulhania, a recent version. I actually saw Varun Dhawan and Alia Butt dance to that song at IFA a couple years ago, but... You should have called him a stalker. <laughs> Varun Dhawan follows Alia Butt to Singapore to teach her a lesson and even bundles her into the trunk of his car and, like, creates a nuisance at her training institute, and then she falls for him. The part that doesn't make sense to me is that they do all of this and the women still love them at the end and want to be with them. So that's where the confusion lies. Yeah, I agree. I would definitely be more okay if they just didn't end up together because clearly they didn't start off right and they just weren't meant to be. And then another thing is Bollywood lyrics, where there's a lot of lyrics about talking about never getting their body, like in Chilaki Javani and Muni. But when I visit India, I take care to dress modestly. And there is a fundamental mismatch in attitudes towards sex within Indian society and the majority of what the entertainment industry portrays. I think that is the biggest problem. Going along with what you were saying about attitudes towards sex in Indian society and then what the majority of the entertainment industry portrays, As much as we say our daughters need to be within closed doors and all of this, those same guys are still drooling over Sunny Leone, the the porn star who made it in Bollywood. And I'm not hating on what she's doing. That's totally fine. All good, like good for her for making money and doing things and, you know, like just making moves and owning her career. My point is, is that there's such a double standard with it. Don't have... You know, don't be drooling over these girls and talking about how sexy they are, but then not letting other women actually live their life without saying that they're prompting rape. Could you be surprised over the double standard? It's not made any progression. That's the one part I think they're showing these movies like Veer the Wedding and four, sh- four More Shots, Please, but still nothing is happening in reality. People are still judging. I mean, I think Bollywood is always miles ahead in terms of getting the pulse on what society thinks. We try to show things as progressive and Bollywood tries to push the envelope just a little bit or at least try and be more realistic about things. But society is still kind of happy with their head in the ground, not paying attention. And like one of those things that they kept keeping their head in about is the movie that we keep mentioning over and over again, Kabir Singh. I keep hearing it hailed as like this really great romance that everybody really, really loves. But the fact of the matter is Kabir is a man child who belittles his girlfriend And he tries to control her life and he objectifies women and he's volatile and violent and he's a drug addict. And in one scene, he even threatens to rape a woman at knife point when she refuses to have sex. The problem with this movie is how directors and even Shahid Kapoor have said that this movie is just a depiction of reality. And he's playing a narrative of an alpha male who feels entitlement. But the reality is that there are people like this who exist. Violent and destructive misogynists who are still causing a lot of women to suffer day to day. At the end of the movie, the film basically forgives Kabir Singh for all the abuse and mistreatment and he emerges as a winner and gets back with his girlfriend. The Bollywood reality of this movie is going back to a toxic and abusive relationship and that is not okay. There are zero consequences for his behavior. There are none. And it's so frustrating because people are like, oh, well, he kind of like loses his career and he loses this and that. And I'm like, that's not enough. That is not enough. He still gets the girl at the end of the day. He's still forgiven. 
The girl doesn't walk away with some sense of, you know, empowerment. The girl doesn't walk away completely healed. And so she's claimed by this guy. And then she ends up being taken over. That's not a love story. That's a story of abuse. Call it what it is. Completely agree. So at the end of the day, we must bridge together the gap between the India that Bollywood portrays and the reality of the ordering Indian woman in a scowling, modernizing, but still largely conservative society. And we need to do better. I agree. So before we close out this kind of heated and definitely Anika and Nehal being salty episode, we're going to do Nehal's favorites part of the episode. It's rapid fire round. So last time on our entertainment episode, we said our favorite Bollywood actress. So who is your favorite Bollywood actor this time? I would say probably Hrithi Groshan. I generally, I loved him in certain movies. I think his acting capabilities are really good. Salman Khan. All day, every day, uh-oh, Jana Jana. That's oh, all I need. gross. Okay, seriously, oh, Jana Jana was like 22 <laughs> years ago. I think, I'm pretty sure I remember my brother, age circa five, playing a guitar or like a, a tennis racket and using it as a guitar to simulate that song. So I'm pretty sure 22 year, you know, 22 years ago, Salman Khan, that's fine. Oh, Salman I feel Khan like now. the bung Salman Khan. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I know, oh, gross. Um, what is the most recent Bollywood movie you watched? Honestly, I haven't watched a lot of them recently. I might have been I I'm going to be so Oh god. I don't know, you go first. I watched War with Rithik Roshan. It was freaking amazing. And Tiger Shroff, usually not a fan of him, but oh my Atlanta. <laughs> That's awesome. I think actually we watched a little bit of an older movie. Our family watched um Padmavati together. That's always a good one. And what's a movie you can't wait to watch? The Deepika movie, Chapak? Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Can I? Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's number one. I just saw the trailer the other day, and I was just yeah, thinking about same. that. And also, I really want to watch Sky is Pink. It just came on mm-hmm. this online website called iEnthusian. I don't know if you watch movies Yeah, there, But it's yeah. on there now, so I'm going to watch that later today, actually. That's so fun. Yeah, both of those movies uh, look really good, and they're on my list to watch over the holiday. So guys, obviously this is a short and sweet little conversation revolving around Bollywood depictions of reality, and there's so much more we could delve into, but as we've been doing with the 12 days of TWD, this episode's a little bit shorter and a little bit sweeter. So uh, like Nahal said at the beginning of the episode, follow us, like us, DM us if you love our topics, and like we always say, get woke, stay woke. This is the Woke Daisy.